What it do? Ooh. Toby, what's up, baby? Oh, God. Toby Bryan. I got Me, juice. I'm Paul Wild Frazier. Nell, what it do? Juice. Sam Connell. Linnell Spreewell. Hey, 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 hey. It's that Paul Walrus. I got a lot of monikers. Fresh from Santa Monica, getting blowed like harmonicas. That smoke got me harmonious. I'm so gone like Monica, blowing backwoods only. The only papers is Houston Chronicles. A Hall of Fame hustler voted unanimous and anonymous. But boys be acting animus cause my presence is rather ominous. Not to mention my pockets are fat. Welcome to the 36th episode of the Civ and the Pylon. It is I, Corey. The beloved pylon is a team, and I say I'm the one and only Sea of. Uh, howdy, stranger. How 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 are you doing? I am good. I'm good. It's good to be back on the internet with you. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a long gap for us, huh? Yeah, yeah. How was how was how was the trip? Had a great trip. It was really nice. Felt nice to get away. We had a light breakdown in Bozeman, but it wasn't my car, so <laughs> it didn't really matter. Uh, no, it was really nice. It was nice to get out of town. Oh, yeah. Nice to have some chill times. It wasn't great for my economic state, but very little is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel fine about it. Um, how was your time in my absence? Um, It was good. I kept wanting to post a pylon parlay, um, and every night that I wanted to do that, I chickened out because some dumb bullshit would happen. I would still place the parlays, I just got discouraged because I kept fucking losing. Yeah, did you win any? Um... No. No. <laughs> I'm in a real, real dry spell. As far Parlays as are goes. hard. Parlays are tricky. It really is. And it, Very tricky. Um, especially with like COVID. COVID's back. Yeah. COVID never left, but it's never, it's it's back did, again. But it's like totally back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's happening in the NBA. It's happening in the NHL. It's probably happening in the NFL, but I bet they don't believe in it. Oh, it's happening in the NFL for sure. Yeah. Uh, didn't the Vikings lose? That was fun. I honestly, I'm not sure. My family has me um, doing fantasy football with them. Yeah. So I I know that uh, Keenan Allen, he was on COVID protocol, and he usually gets me Ooh. points. Yeah, exactly. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's just not my. It's not my. I, I don't understand it. It's not my thing. Nope. You know, um, doesn't doesn't rock these socks. <laughs> nope. A uh, bunch of twist my tit. Bunch of COVID. Spe- yeah, co- bunch of COVID. A bunch of COVID yeah. going on. Uh, Calgary's Calgary's games are canceled through um, through the week. I want to say, and then <sighs> Canes put Spash and Aho on COVID protocol this morning. Yep. And it, somebody else too, right? Seth Jarvis, and then it seems yeah. like there were more positives because the game against the Wild. It must has have been, been right because there's not. It's canceled tonight. There's no way that just because two guys, like unless the league's immensely biased towards them, and they were like, "Well, Ajo's 
your your joy, your pride and joy. <laughs> it seems hard to understand why they would uh, why they'd ixnay the Akihe. Yeah. Um, for a night tay. No, yeah, I think they have. I think they have. If they have six players going COVID protocol, they're kind of just like, yeah, you can't play. Yeah, it is. I think oh, it is six. Molly. Which I kind of feel like is a lot. You think about it, you have a twenty-one a tr- person roster. Like six yep. goes down. Like that's your top two lines. That's a lot. Yep. Yep. That is. It's, uh fifth of your fourth quarter of your team math stuff dude Mm -hmm. although it's a little bit funny where they draw the line right because hockey is a sport where guys like routinely you know come the playoffs every team has six guys injured it's just I, i wonder i wonder if there's a barometer like or what what the commissioners whatever what they all sat down and were like this is when we can't do it oh sure i don't you know I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, uh, as far as like hockey shit goes, like you, you're always in close contact with people, even when you're on the yes, ice. You know, for sure. No, absolutely, absolutely. I was, um, yeah, I was bummed. I was excited. I haven't watched any hockey in the last almost two weeks. I think. Uh, Woof. And so I was excited to to watch the boys tonight, and I'm not going to be able to watch the boys tonight. There's, but you know. yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's an okay night for hockey. Um, yeah, you know I don't care. <laughs> Toronto and Edmonton is the okay. one I would suggest. Edmonton's in a little little slump, huh? I mean, they got Toronto though, so I mean, if they're gonna get out of it, yep. there's a team yep. that you could do it on. You could hope for a better, weird, not good, but good team. Yeah, exactly. Don't get more. Although you know, Edmonton, I don't know. They're like, uh, with the number, I was just looking, I read a little athletic article today, and with the number of their boys not producing, it really does feel like a team that is just McDavid and Dreisaitl. Their goaltending's bad, their defense with, uh, with what's his name, overpaid but having a good season, is bad with him injured. Uh, what's, Darnell Nurse. Nurse. Um... They, they they lack depth. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is not performing really very well. No. Um, it's just a, it's a funny league, Corns. It's a funny league. It is a funny league. Duncan Keith isn't performing. Oh, what a shocker. You know that they took that whole contract on? That was a bad GM decision. <laughs> you pay him five and a quarter for he's 38. That's a bad GM move. Again, armchair GM shit. But this is like every now and then they do something and you're like, well, that's just, I could have made a better decision there. Right. Like, I'm sure the, the Hawks would have retained one and a half. They were happy to get rid of him. You're paying him five and a quarter million. Yeah, and and I think for for I think next year too, when they're not going to be able to sign Yamamoto, who's also having a bad season, but I think obviously it still has some talent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Weird game, I tell you what. Maybe, maybe they have bad goaltending. They do. They've got the kid looks okay, but otherwise, like. Mike Smith is maybe actually the better of the two adult goaltenders, and he's old and he's an anti-vaxxer, and yeah, you know. 
What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Nothing. Um, You're gonna sink. In, in anti-vax news, you know I hate uh, World Street Kitchen because Sammy Wade is a horrible person. Uh, tell him, pull up anybody who listens and likes him. Cause people still like him. Uh, Wait, what's but what's what? <laughs> Do you know who Sammy Wade is? No, fuck no. He owns that restaurant Saffron. He owns World Street Kitchen, uh, which, just for the record, also if people like World Street Kitchen, even if you don't hate Sammy Wade, Fusion's stupid. It's stupid, people. It's fucking dumb. Um, but he he's just like a, a really bad person. He's got a bunch of allegations about uh, harassment and, you know, all the classic chef moves um but they have a food truck and it's getting worked on down the street from my folks at this place that has like it's like a don't be a part of the mob they have this like shitty sign in their parking lot that's like totally like a anti-vax slash like trump truther sign it's like y'all need i don't know it's like don't be a part of mob mentality think for yourself blah 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 and i'm gonna i'm gonna post it on the instagram and docs world street kitchen say that they support truthers <laughs> think for yourself reject mob mentality on the back of like a shitty chevrolet truck and that's their like truck i i assume so it's been parked there for months what if it was just so abandoned don't you think that you'd take the sign down if that wasn't how you felt as a business? Wait, it's a, there's a sign or is it's it It's like truck? sitting in the bed of the truck and it's like a, like a poorly painted, like white sign with reject mob into, or think for yourself, reject mob mentality, which is one of those things where you're like, for months I struggled with, I was like, maybe it's not a right wing thing, but it just, I think it's a right wing thing. I think that right-wing people do shit like that. Elwood, Elwood Auto Body, folks. If you know better than me, write in. Tell us that we're wrong. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to keep assuming that there's some chuds. Yeah, give us a call at 763-533-7272. <laughs> what number is that? It's your number, dude. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Give it a call. <laughs> give it a call real quick. <laughs> <laughs> call it. Uh, I'm not gonna call it. <laughs> no, I I don't know. No, I will not. Um, what else? Hockey stuff. Hockey stuff. Uh, Thank you for calling Papa John. We're open Oh. <laughs> 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 That's tight, Corey. Um, do you want to start complaints off with your officiating, or should I talk about tortilla soup, or... Um, I kind of want to talk about the Bruins first, actually. Talk about the Bruins. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> Me. <laughs> okay, so, the Boston Bruins, they are playing pretty okay. Um, the last 10, they're about even, though, and there's been a lot of, <sighs> there's been a lot of just, like, what do we need to fix from the Bruins camp, and I, I'm kind of annoyed 
that it's not right in front of them what they should have done over the off season. I'll, make, I'll get to that in a second though. But they they really do just like lack a lot of depth in especially on the blue line and the goalie situation. Yeah. When I prepped for this little bit, this is it, this wasn't in the picture, but they're bringing back Tuka Rask, who refused to sign with any other team. He said yeah. he would play for whatever minimum, and I'm just kind of just like, why the fuck didn't you just sign your veteran fucking goalie? Um, it doesn't make any sense. Swayman is. Is gonna be a good goalie. He's just he, he. He's like twenty three. He's twenty three. He's really fucking young, and he needs time to develop. It's it's strange to me. Um, and then I just want to also point out, as far as defense goes, there is an ex Bruin who played for Washington last year and is on yeah. the New York Islands this year that is still logging about eighteen minutes a night. If you want in uh, depth, three or four fights this year. He, he's bloodied some some people. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. He can still play. I just, I don't understand what the culture yeah. shift is, and I'm trying to connect yeah. this with the Wild because Garen moved on from veteran players, but he had a plan. Bruins yeah. are an example of a team that want to move on from veteran players without a plan. Don't be the Bruins. Don't be the Bruins. Uh, also, don't beat them because, you know, Boston, no. cops, white people. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's true. I do think about uh, those guys I listen to sometimes just talk a lot about how intentional Bill Guerin is about everything he does. And, like, you know, maybe elements of his plan won't work. But he clearly, he doesn't make any panic management moves or any, like, this is how I'm feeling management moves. Yeah. He's got, like, he's got a scheme and he sticks to it and I think that it it's made for really interesting GMing especially after you know a career of guys who either GM by like dinosaur standards or apparently no standards you know it's it's nice to see a guy who's like this is what I believe makes a good hockey team I am going to stick to that message and that energy and I'm not going to balk because I'm worried about whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think so many, it's it's crazy how, you know, these are well-paid, well-experienced guys, and they still, it seems like so many of them make these, like, weird, unexplainable, inexplicable, whatever adjective, like, just panic moves. I don't get it. It's a weird, it's a weird position. It's, um... Yeah, like, why wouldn't you sign Tuka Rask? He had a good season last year. He's like, you can pay me $1 million. Yeah, I don't I don't know. And especially because you think about how the Wild are hard up against the cap. Yeah. And they need people to take a discount. It's yep. kind of like, dude, like, you have, like, you have Tuka fucking Rask and Zidane Chara who yeah. both could still pull their weight in their old age. Hockey-wise, at least. Um, why wouldn't you just sign them and let your younger kids develop around them? 
Like, don't overburden so your really younger kids because and, like, you want to no move on. And, like, there's no way that Tukarask isn't still a good number two goalie, right? Like, even if you're, like, we believe Swayman is the goalie of right now, I just still don't understand why you wouldn't keep Tuka. It's it's really weird. Right. Is there an AHL team in Providence? It is. Providence Bruins. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. I mean, I think Kakinen... For us, um, by the way, I need to eat my goaltending. Eat my words on our goaltending. We can do that in more in depth. But yeah. I definitely made note in the last three games how great our goaltending is. Pretty good. Um, but I, I just don't understand Except why for that you six goal loss or whatever. Why you need like they're just leaning on Swayman so much, and they yeah. don't have yeah. they don't have a one B. They have like yeah. a C two one D like in yeah. Allmark. It's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not good. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I. It's a really good question. I also think that you, you it's not good for goalies' development at twenty three to play seventy games or whatever. You know, that's like not how there has to be some truth to that hockey logic. That's like you bring them up slow. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I got a little bit of um, of listener input. Let me find it here. Because uh, people listen to our podcast. Bam. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it. Uh, yes, here it is. Um, a friend of mine said that he wanted me to note to you that Talbot was not necessarily meant to be a cup-winning goalie. And I think there's some truth to that. Again, I think that he falls into, like, the Corey Crawford-esque class where, like, maybe if your team's built so solidly around him, you put it together and he gets hot for a little bit and whatever else. But that he he is here as a placeholder. Um, he's supposed to be good, not great. He's supposed to keep the show running in a relatively responsible manner as the kids come up. I think sometimes... And again, I actually think that like in a in a in a in a perfect season, perfect world, maybe Talbot is a cup winning goaltender, not because of his prowess, but because of the team built around him and the defense in place and whatever, whatever, whatever. But I do think that the excitement of being a top team in the league right now, and hopefully for the rest of the season, I don't I mean, I think the Wild are for real within reason I don't know if I don't know that I think they're the best team in the league but I think that um they're they're really good but I do think it's important to remember that we are a young team and guys are continuing to progress we have a lot of talent coming into the league into the the system over the next 1 to 3 years whatever we've got supposedly a lot of goaltending prospects that are you know going to be something special um Sometimes I think I I am guilty of I got carried away by by the Wilds winning ways over the last few weeks, <laughs> and you know it's worth remembering that we are we're not a team in rebuild but we are hypothetically I think at the start of the season Garen was looking at four years from now as being like the year you know like you get mm-hmm. a more substantial chunk of that dead cap off the books. Um, and you you get these kids come up. Marco Rossi's, you know, aside from injury, he's had a pretty solid year down there. 
Uh, Matthew Boldy has been very good also aside from injury. Um, you know, there's... there's uh, I think Garen was kind of looking... I think he wanted to have a good team, but I don't know that he necessarily thought that this was the year that we were going to be in contention. And it's looking like, you know, this it's a good problem. Unless we, like, just get this year and then my year in mediocrity until Kaprizov leaves. But, uh... Um... Tonight. We're a team of the future, too, hopefully. Uh, yes. Um, I want to reply to yes. uh, the input. And even if... So, I again, I, I'm going to eat my words about the goaltenders, especially Talbot. Uh, I, last four games, he had over... He'd faced over 30 shots. Um, in each of the games, and then on against Edmonton and Toronto, he faced 38 and 39 shots yep. and let in one goal against Edmonton and three goals against Toronto. And Toronto doesn't win as many games as they should. That offense is fucking lethal, though. Like, it, it, yeah, it, they're, definitely. they're a great team. There's some shooters. Yeah. Um, Talbot has looked amazing like i really cannot complain um i yeah aside from against the knights but yes yeah i i mean he let in five on 36 he let in five on 36 two of those i want to say were power play goals uh i didn't watch the game yeah natural progression here I kind of realized that I might be a... I used to always be like, oh, I'm just going to watch the game like subjectively. And I got upset against the game against the Knights because there were so many just fucking shit calls against us in our own end that like really fucked us over. In the first period, we were like on the penalty kill for, I want to say, like six minutes straight. It was fucking insane. And then Alex Oligoski threw a, like, hip check on Mark Stone, not to, like, fuck him up or whatever. He went at him at center ice, and he had had to kind of, like, maneuver out of the way so he wouldn't knee him. And in doing so, Mark Stone maneuvered around him, and the referee called a tripping call on a hip-to-hip check. It was insane. It really upset me. We hate it. Yeah, Yeah, but... That Golden Knights game, they seriously, it felt like they're on the fucking penalty kill the entire fucking game. It was wild. Yeah, I didn't, again, I haven't watched any hockey and I'm, you know. But no, I, I, uh, I hear you. I hear that. In other officiating news, maybe we, we touch on your thoughts on the, uh, the McDavid situation. McDavid? Connor McDavid getting uh, getting tossed. Oh yeah, you have been gone for a while. Yeah, this I is have. old yeah, news to me now. It's not that old. <laughs> 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 um, what do you want to talk about? You want me to lead? What do you want me to do here? Well, I just I, you know, so Corey texted me, said, "Oh, blah blah blah." It was it was a funny night. We uh, it was the night before we got to Portland, uh, and we stayed in this. It was a fine hotel, um, but it was in this really weird mill town. It wasn't a mill, a factory town, whatever, in just maybe three hours outside of Portland. 
we'd been listening to the the book on tape It by Stephen King all day, and we were a little spooked out. Uh, and we ended up staying across the street from a cemetery in this town that literally just had like this huge weird plastic factory or whatever and nothing else but uh, you texted me about the McDavid call which you thought was a little bit over the top which I can totally hear Uh, but it brought about an interesting debate between me and Corey Um, Corey felt that it was it was not that bad of a boarding call and if you look at it i don't think that he intended to to run the guy i don't think he was out to hurt anybody um my stance on boarding calls is i just think that the officiating in the nhl is so ridiculous and all over the place and often way too soft on things like knee on knee or boarding calls where you're talking about guys like taking direct shots to the head that could seriously injure them for the season or for their life or, you know, uh, CTE, people get broken necks, all of these horrible things happen. And I I think that with that, coupled with the fact that the player safety situation is so absurd, um, like George Peros is obviously a fuckboy, uh who doesn't care they're all over the place with that shit nobody gets suspended for anything serious but guys get fined for like you know spitting or whatever um but it's fine if you take somebody's fucking head off i think all boarding calls should be called like the mcdavid call was called and i i I think that in the grand scheme of boarding penalties his was much less severe and i don't think it was an intent to injure and i don't think you know i I thought the hit was whatever, but I think any hit where you see a guy's numbers and you send him into the boards, I think everybody should get kicked out of the game for that. I And I think that that's the only way that you're actually going to get guys to stop doing that. Yeah, I agree. As far as that particular call, I, I just want to bring some context because I was watching that game. I was yep. what was it against the Kings? Yeah, I think it was against the Kings. And that was, like, in the context of that game, that hit, I totally looked over it. So when there was a penalty called, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, that game was really fucking violent, and there was some really, really, really nasty hits, like a couple charges and everything. Um, But, yeah, I... I, You know, we've talked about this before, not exactly this, but it's just like... If you're the NHL, you gotta shit or get off the pot. Like, how? Like, do you care about player safety or not? And I do kind of think boarding calls, especially, there's no. How do I want to phrase this? Like, there's no good reason to put full body force into somebody who is in a compromised position. Like, it's a hit you make to hurt somebody, not to play hockey. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely. And with that being said, it's real easy to, like, let up and somebody already is facing nowhere. Right. Like, you cannot maneuver right. from nowhere. You, you know what's a legal play in that position? Pinning them against the boards and gaining possession right. of the puck. Right. Right. Yep. And that should be, I think that, like, yeah, we love big hits and we love whatever, whatever. And I love an open ice hit because we're all knuckleheads if you watch hockey, you know. But, um but it is, like, I think, you know, the head's a, a touchy thing. It's just, like, heads are sensitive. And I think that the NHL 
needs to take that serious. Yeah, did you? And so you know, uh, yeah. Did you see the Jacob Schruber hit at all? Yeah. What do you think of that one? Yeah. It was a doozy. Do you think it was a good hit or no? Um. I thought it was I a fine hit, honestly. Thought it was an okay hit. I really, yeah. I didn't have any huge issues. Again, it's a little weird because I, I feel like a hit like that doesn't, it's, it doesn't have much like hockey purpose other than like you can hit in this game, you know. Uh, sure. I. It was big. It wasn't clearly targeting. It wasn't, you know, he didn't leave his feet. I, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, that Jacob Truba can toss him. He, he can fight. Oof. If you know, I, I just don't get what the player on the abs was thinking because he saw him coming. Landeskog? Oh no, the guy who got hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. he yeah. saw him coming. Yeah. It's just like, dude, you yeah. got to prep for that. Like that's gonna yes. suck. He's a big boy. He's fast. He, you know, he can he can move. He's tough. Yeah, no, one hundred percent sucks to. That's that's rude. Never mind. <laughs> 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 no, I, I thought, and again, within that context, I actually think that is a more accepted, the boards are scary, you know? Yeah. I think that's a more acceptable hit, and I don't think it's dirty. And I think it's fine if you want to fight Truba afterwards, you know? Like, I don't actually think, I don't think most of these guys, with the exception of, like, you know, 20 years ago when, when real goons existed, guys aren't catching most of their concussions in fights in hockey. It's a result of, like, boarding hits and blindside hits. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so I think it's fine if you're like, wow, you hit him harder than I would have liked. I'm going to fight you. I don't really have any problem with that. And 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 I don't think that it means that the hit is illegal or requires, uh, you know, sharp discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Can I just shit on Tortorella for a second? Oh, of course. That fucking sniveling, whiny, <laughs> fucking old piece of shit that nobody likes, and I hate that he got a job on the radio. I'm, like, so grossed out when people are like, oh, torts, you know, like, love his interview style. I just see, like, a little crybaby child whining for attention because he... You know, there's that interview where he asks, like, Brooks, and, and fuck Brooks in the New York Post, too, but, like, he's like, did you have a fight? And I'm like, who the fuck have you fought, John Tortorella? Like, I, you're a fucking shrew. There's just, like, no way... I'm sure that you got beat up in high school or whatever else, but, like, why do you think you're such a fucking tough guy? And why are you such a sour dick about everything? Anyways, we're referencing he's got a sports net or... T- I don't know TSN. Yeah, he's on TSN. Matter. He's got a TV job because um, teams finally were like, "Oh wait, if everybody who he who plays for him hates him and they always have bad seasons, maybe he's not a good coach." Which is like a shocking fucking realization <laughs> for a sport as like ignorant and you know uh, blindly old school as the NHL, but. Uh, he, if people didn't see it, there was a Trevor Zegras, uh, Milano goal that's like the most entertaining goal on earth. Uh, that was exciting. It was it was beautiful, <laughs> it, and it was skilled, and it was like there's nothing about it that you can object to unless you're unless you're John Tortorella, who's the most miserable man on earth. Um, 
Uh, Zegris is behind the goal. He flips the puck over the goal. Sonny Milano catches it, dumps it in. It's like it's like fun. It's inventive. It's cute. It's like such a good time, right? It's just like it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And John Tortorella opens his stupid little thin-lipped mouth. And, <laughs> and the only thing I liked about it was that he didn't start with my son's in the military, but he starts talking about how fucking it's bad for the game of hockey. How though? Like what did like, How? It doesn't make any sense. No, that's the thing. Is he does it does it there's no fucking logic to it. He was just like something for me to be sour about you know and i just like it's it exactly how what about that is bad for hockey what about that could possibly be bad for hockey the the athletic article i sent i sent Corey a screenshot which Corey said was really good because <laughs> it was critiquing john tortorello for being an idiot uh but the screenshot had his like head Corey pointed this out and, and i apologize for not acknowledging it over text but i giggled uh it's just him with like his head slumped, like he's <laughs> like he's like I feel shame, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> like he's wrong, like how he actually is like wrong. He's fucking wrong, which I'm sure he would never admit about anything, uh, even after getting fired from everywhere. Um I like watch that shit too, the interview, and he doesn't yeah. even say it with like conviction. He's just like No oh, I, I don't know. No, it's you can not, tell that he's just like he's like good for the game. It's like, dude, you just probably yeah. miss being relevant. Like what's your right. fucking problem? You have nothing to talk about. You don't get like nobody interviews you anymore, so you don't get to say like, you know, rude shit to a reporter anymore. Now you just have to fucking mumble about something so nonsensical. And the article was just like the article was like, this is not you know, like hockey is not the most popular sport in America and a large part of that is because like people don't want to watch old school like boring hockey. They don't want to see you know positional excellence and whatever else. People want fun goals. They want hits. They want it was like up and down. John Tortorella being on TV makes no sense for this very reason because like everything about that goal is what would sell hockey to people. The hand eye. The like swiftness the the joy on the players faces yeah, when it goes reaction. in yeah it was cute it was lovely <laughs> these are a couple like 20 you know young 20 year olds who are like holy shit did you see that you know it's like fucking it's pleasant it's refreshing and the article was just like you know like shut the fuck up tortorella why would a tv station put you on there just so you can be like the sour boomer like that's not entertaining hockey is entertaining this is why it's entertaining Go fucking cry in your American flag. It's not what the article said. It was a little paraphrase from Sam saying. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> on Tortorella. Yeah, what yep. a doofus. Um, a I think doof. we covered everything that was on the I think docket. We covered everything. I love it. Yeah, let's do this um, again soon, huh? Let's do it again soon. Maybe we'll actually we'll do uh, our, our 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 cheap contract draft next time around. Oh sure, sure, absolutely. We've said that three weeks straight, but we'll get to it eventually. People, <laughs> chill. There's just Whoop. so much real stuff going on that we don't need a filler anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. No, it's true. It's true. It's All right, man. True. Well, but both of us, you know, yeah. Been a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Picking a soul